Regal Movie Masters. Unlimited. This is the Regal Movie Masters Unlimited Podcast, where we indiscriminately watch every goddamn movie that comes out at the local theaters. Your movie masters today are Justine. Hi. Brent. Hello. Dylan. What's up? And I'm Colin. We got we got four on the docket for you today. Four of a kind. The kind is they're all <laughs> movies. Uh, we're talking Thanksgiving, the new Eli Roth horror film, Trolls, what, Band Together? Yeah. yeah. Trolls Band Together, the new uh, DreamWorks um, ADD Fest, and um, the next goal wins from a name I'm going to mess up a lot, Taika Watiti. And, 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 oh, geez, got a hunger in me and, and we're playing games. It's the Hunger Games, the new one. It's called. <laughs> the new one. So those are the movies uh, we're going to be talking about today. I will remind everyone that we do have an Instagram, which you can contact us at. It's Official Movie Masters. And we also have an electronic mail system, which res- all of your messages go to us. It's uh, moviemasters760 at gmail.com. That's moviemasters with an S. 760 at gmail.com for any questions or comments uh, that we may read on the air if we wish. We're little freaks. If you wish. If you wish. <laughs> and if we, um, you know. Wish. Also wish. Consent. That's it. Let's if save our wishing hey, for yeah, next yeah. week. Keep the wish talk down over there. Yeah, Listen, for hey, next week. Spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. What's uh, uh, Dylan? Yes. Enough nonsense. What are we talking about first? Oh well, tis the season. <laughs> we got <laughs> Thanksgiving. Um, you know, I saw this movie in theaters. I tried my best to write some notes for it. Uh, this is what I got. Uh, an axe wielding maniac terrorizes residents of Plymouth, Mass. Uh, after a Black Friday riot ends in tragedy, picking off victims one by one, the seemingly random revenge killings soon become part of a larger, sinister plan. Uh, stars Nell Verlacu as Jessica, Patrick Dempsey as the sheriff, Rick Hoffman as Jessica's dad, and directed by the legendary Eli Roth, uh, ladies and gentlemen. The floors is yours, you three. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm the floor is soon to be yours. Okay. Do you recognize Jessica's boyfriend? Which one? The new one. Do you maybe uh, recognize him from another role he played as someone's boyfriend <laughs> last week? Last week? He's, he's oh shut up! That's yeah. not him. Why Facts. does he look young? Facts. Facts. Oh, I don't know why. I just now pieced it together. He, he looks. It's because he doesn't have a beard. He plays uh, Joseph, Joseph in oh my God. Journey to Bethlehem. So there are two movies. Shut up. I swear to God. Shut up. So there are two <laughs> movies in the theater right now, Journey to Bethlehem and Thanksgiving, that both star this. So he's Mary's man. boyfriend? Milo yes. Mannheim. There we go. Watch him. He's a rising star. Damn, I did not realize. I did. They. Good actor, bro. Honestly, if you can, if you, can uh, you can hide the fact that you were Joseph and then just some random guy in a movie. Ah, that's true. He lost himself in the role. Yeah. Did he sing as Joseph? Yeah, he did. Of yeah, he I was. Wish, I wish he would have sang in Thanksgiving. Bro, he fist fought himself because he wasn't what? sure. Yeah, because that was that's like my favorite scene in the movie where he's just like, "How can I believe that she's pregnant with the god? Don't believe her. She is a liar. But I can't escape the thought." And he's like, "So it's like a, him in white and him in black, and yeah. they're like Fighting. dance fighting, yeah, while she's tied up Damn. in the middle." 
Dude, that movie's fucking that sick. That just goes, Good. goes to show how long, like, how far, like, facial hair goes. <laughs> yeah. Because I did not realize that was him. Can, can hide a lot here. Yeah. Well, did uh, he have his chain on? In the, in the, <laughs> no. Nah. He was, no. He was just low in a robe. Key. But he had a beard. That's why I was yeah. confused. Not even, like, a thick beard. He had, like, stubble. And I still didn't recognize him. <laughs> I, 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 uh, I always avoid, like, the seasonal horror movies. It always cheapens it. It's always, yeah. like... I don't know. It's it's true exploitation. You know, it's like, hey, it's Easter, but it's crazy. Give us money, please. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, like, Halloween is the goat. And then there's a plenty of Christmas ones in the 80s and so on and so forth. Um, the Thanksgiving one, this is based on that fucking Grindhouse movie. Or it's not based on it, I guess. It was... I don't know the connection. I may not even be one. It was one of the trailers in between Planet Terror and Death Proof. Right. And I don't know if this is like a true imagining or a fully realized version of it. It's just directed by... The trailer was directed by Eli Roth, and this is the movie, the full full thing. But it's not really based on that trailer. It's just... Inspired? Sure. Uh, Yeah. I did... I I don't know. I I was not... I'll, I'll start with positive. How about this? We'll lead with really? love. Okay. Yes, I'll lead with love. Death scenes are good. The kill scenes, I like. There's good gore. It's oh over the top. The trampolines kill was probably the best one, or at least my favorite. There's yeah, there and even aside from like the gore and like how explicit it is, he can bring tension, yeah, yeah. like people hiding and they're getting chased. That stuff's on point. I thought there was good like incidental comedy in the movie. There was. That part, and they're in school, and it cuts to like a classroom scene, and it's this jock guy reading this like very serious uh, essay, and he's like, "That's why I will never celebrate Thanksgiving again." <laughs> and he puts it down and just starts crying. And these two girls are like, "Adam," and he, he he lifts his shirt up to like dry his eyes, and he's got these like perfectly chiseled abs. <laughs> That's funny. He finds humor, I think, like genuine comedy in the high school jock culture he portrays. But that's kind of at odds with this slasher that he's taking kind of seriously and anything that isn't actively funny or way over the top violent you are just looking at some zara mannequins just chatbotting with each other like completely i don't care about these characters i don't care about anything that's happening this is not a plot none of this makes any sense but that's kind of the point, right? <laughs> like these aren't super serious movies. It takes itself seriously. Like I think they, I, I, this isn't like campy. I don't feel no. when they're talking about like the family relationships and the history and her thing with the dad where the trampling took place and all that, like they take that shit very seriously and it doesn't um, work. Like it shouldn't <laughs> be taken. It's just downtime, you know, but then a kill happens and you're like, okay, I'm back in. And admittedly, by the end of it, which is just all killing, it's, you know, the crazy, gory, triumphant end. I was in. It started, it cut out all the slow crap and the, you know, bad character development and stuff. And it was just, you know, a killing spree and crazy creative deaths. And overall, I think I was entertained, like, despite my best self. (laughs) Like, I should be too good for this movie, but I guess... When it's all done and over with, I'm not. I'm just as much of a piece of shit that deserves this kind of garbage. I gobbled up the trash in the end. Huh. Yeah. I gobbled. I'm not proud of it. Yeah, you shouldn't be. <laughs> but I gobbled. I gobbled, okay? It's Thanksgiving. You can gobble. 
Yeah. Lena Gobble. <laughs> uh, yeah, it, I mean, it's totally just like it's watchable. It is pretty laggy, though. I agree that t- toward the end when things really start picking up is kind of when you can care more. And I think that that's because that's when you get to spend the most time with the villain. Right. You don't get a lot of him until like the third act or whatever. But I was thinking at some point, I was like, I have not thought one time about like, how's the cinematography? Right, right. <laughs> how's the lighting? It's not that movie. No, <laughs> you know? no. And for what it is, it is exactly what it needs to be. Keeping your your attention long enough to show you a kill. But um, I, I do think it was a little laggy. I wouldn't say I wasn't entertained. It is that digestible. But I felt like it was laggy overall. <laughs> felt like it was a watered down scream to me because you had a mask that you know you, you could wear in public and multiple people would have it like in later screams small town high school cop uh it, it just i don't know there was nothing fresh in it not that i needed anything fresh but it just felt like a bad cover movie I'll push back against that scream thing a little because eli roth was the sort of the pendulum that swung way the other way from Scream, where Scream was so like sanitized and like oh. teen friendly, that was kills. It? Yes, it's the a, first one. Yes, it's like a teenager movie. This is what? Yes, her guts are hanging out in the first scene. Yeah, but it's not. It's uh, the, I don't know. Maybe it's been a while since I seen. They need it or to rewatch Scream. <laughs> but the Eli Roth generation, the Hostels, etc., was like a response to that kind of CW teenager feeling kind of movie. And this is... I don't think it was a response. I think he just like watched a bunch of trauma movies. Well, it's, it's way more grisly. It's an attempt at... I don't think he ever succeeds <laughs> as yeah. a filmmaker or anything. But either. like the attempt, I think, is to be more gruesome and edgy and over the top mm-hmm. and whatever the opposite of I Know What You Did Last Summer it's is. It's kind of like one of the, uh, you know, pillars of the, what was it called? Torture porn movement. That, yeah. Yeah. And it's also like, you know, the this is what it, like Scream succeeds off of its like, you know, enjoyable characters or something. And this is not. There's no characters in this. No, I'm saying like formulaically, if you break if you break down what a, a typical Scream movie but yeah, is, yeah, that's every one. that's like everything. You're just saying there's a mask involved. <laughs> there's a guy with no. a mask, and no, you no, don't no, no, know no, no, who no. it I'm is. I'm saying if you, if you break down the formula of Scream, he ripped. It, it's not that he ripped it off, but it's just like this is a watered down version of that. I guess it's common enough. You know, like what yeah. are the, like anything in a camp. It's kind of like, oh, it's a camp movie with kids. I mean, that's how I see all these movies. It's like, okay, a group of kids. It's like even like the motivation of the, the killer. You know what I mean? They're, like, the motivation goes down to stuff from the past. But that's Saw. <laughs> it's also like every slasher yeah. ever. And I don't know. There's not like the the self-awareness or meta commentary in this. There's not. It's not smart enough <laughs> to be a, a, a Scream clone. Yeah, that is the one thing that I is think lacking. It's, and that's, that's, I mean, that's like if it had something like that, it'd be, be more interesting. I think it's just a generic ass slasher and with the like Fortnite skin of thanksgiving stuff which to its credit it does stick to it almost all the kills have some it's like literally sitting around and workshopping like what's thanksgiving stuff uh you put the skewers and things turkey float parade okay and just like yes we can work in all of these kills to all of this pitchfork fall stuff i don't know justine you're you're pretty good at science uh what does, does helium create that big of an explosion when I think was it shot at? Um, they, I don't know what they were using in there. They were using something flammable. It's not helium. I don't know what they were using. Compressed air. 
<laughs> well, because when she turns it on, it does say like highly flammable or something. I yeah. don't know what it was going to be. I don't know about shooting that thing yeah. from that far away <laughs> yeah. with a contained explosion right. <laughs> that somehow knocked over a pillar. Weren't they connected yeah. to a pillar? That was kind of confusing. Yeah, I don't think you need to be a science expert to, it's <laughs> to like, this let's blows not up. bring <laughs> myth-busting no, into... I want to have an actual, like, you know, semi-authority you know, comment on that versus me. Yeah. I do. I, I really like that they use that big chicken thing. A turkey, right. I guess. It's yeah. a turkey. <laughs> Again, for just crossing off. When you think about it, a turkey is a big chicken. Yeah. But uh, the, I was thinking a little bit of like my bloody Valentine. Here's a town where their thing is this holiday. Right. I like when they do that because it's like, okay, there's a holiday and you're going to do a slasher. All right. That's kind of whatever. He's going to do thematic kills or, or something like that. But it's always funny when it, the whole town is going over the top for this holiday. Right. <laughs> that's how you can get away with the guy wearing a mask of a pilgrim. You sure. Know? <laughs> you're going to stand out. <laughs> you're just like a pilgrim walking around your neighborhood and like you know, Santa Monica or something. <laughs> and I think to contrast with My Bloody Valentine, like that is a movie that has a lot of like no gore oh, and a I lot of downtime. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of downtime, but that's a movie that succeeds in having good downtime and like shows that you don't really need. You can have a slasher without being so over the top. This movie, I don't think it's there's oh, not no. the same kind of uh, character development in this. Yeah, I just like when a town right. goes all out for something. Like hocus pocus. And that's why they get in trouble. Uh, did this satisfy your, your gore hound cravings, Dylan? <laughs> you uh, little freak, you little fucking basement dwelling. Yeah, <laughs> um, I liked it for what it was. I don't know. I guess like I'm not like you two where it's... I don't look at it that deep. Like, it's not that deep to me. I don't think he's trying to be, like, different. He's just like, hey, guys, want to see some kids get some get killed right over here? Whatever. It's fine. I like the uh, the cutting of the mom yeah. when she's cooked. Because it's like, what the fuck <laughs> is that shit? Like, just white, clear. I wondered what color the meat would be, you know, and they would yeah. turkey meat. That's well, another like, one we'd have to consult the scientist well, over. Yes. Yeah. Justine, when you <laughs> cut open a... Uh, when you cut a slice off a cooked person, there's like mm. clear white ooze, like, like the ca- the calf. <laughs> does that shit come out? I don't see. That's what I'm saying. Like that's this is funny. Uh, that was her thigh though, so it was probably a lot of fat. I would guess yes. Okay. Yeah. Depending on how much it was cooked, she didn't look like she was cooked. Cooked. That's right. I think yeah. he took her out a little early. It takes like how long to cook a turkey? Yeah. <laughs> it takes hours. But I did. I did enjoy it. You know, I don't think Eli Roth is trying to. I think if anything, he's like, yeah, just whatever. Just write, write another slasher. <laughs> this is definitely has the air of, yeah, whatever. Well, no, <laughs> Which like, is weird because he positions himself and tries to brand himself as this horror like historian and, and you know, just like an enthusiast. And then he just turns in kind of like a, you know, just something like a forgettable horror movie. Whatever. It's just like a slasher film. I don't know. Like I, whenever I watch slashers, I don't give a shit about the kids unless it's like the final person. I don't really care. I don't think he like really met when he wrote that jaw character that's like writing like making YouTube videos for whatever. Right. I don't think he's like this is gonna be like uh, God, yeah people are gonna connect to this. Yeah, person. I think he's just making fun of them, right. which is obviously true. I mean, for sure there needs to be like downtime, but there's downtime, and then there's like literally just fucking twiddling your thumb. You yeah, know? I mean and that's like, what I felt on this. Yeah. But I don't know. I never connect with fucking slasher people like that, except for maybe in Texas Chainsaw. As far as the kills go, though. As far as the kills, they're fine. Like, I liked it. I like the, not the trampoline. What's the other one? I like the cooking one because like it's just funny to see someone get 
carved up custom oh, the trash. <laughs> huh? The dumpster? Oh, like, yeah, that's it. That's it. <laughs> when the fucking lady gets chopped in half by the dumpster, I was like, what the fuck? The physics didn't make sense on that, yeah. that one. Yeah, yeah. whatever. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, just show me that. That's fine. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know. I When I watch Eli Roth stuff, I don't think, like, uh, I don't think about him. I guess you have the you have the reaction of like laughing when you see the crazy how it's like the violence is so over the top like this. Oh yeah, yeah. I always just I'm just yeah. It's funny laughing. to me. I don't not like if I saw that IRL. That's a little different. <laughs> but the movie. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. You're saying if you saw someone get pushed into a bandsaw and have their guts pouring out, you wouldn't laugh. <laughs> Not you IRL. Would, if you if there was a little funny, okay. <laughs> not IRL. It would be in movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I would laugh if I saw a kid playing a turkey and he gets beheaded. I'd like in <laughs> in IRL world. I probably wouldn't laugh, but the fact that in film he dead gets cut. Hey, in half. Are, are Russians known for renovating their house forever? Or something of course, like that? is that what that joke was? That was a that was also a funny thing. Uh, the yeah. Russian dad is just like we're going to Florida. All right, well, going to Florida. I don't know. There's like there was humor tucked away in it, but um, again, it was uh, yeah, just a little. Again, it, it, you have to have a little more substance to have things last. Yeah. But here's the thing: with true exploitation movies, you fucking don't. Bloomhouse has built a goddamn empire on not having anything to their movies other than a lure to bring you into the theater, and it's like. You know, we were commenting on how all the showings we went to were all Act. pretty full. So it's like, it's working, getting butts in seats. But um, yeah, ultimately, I, I don't know. I'm fine. It's, it's, it, is, it is what it is. If you get suckered for this stuff, it is on you kind of, right? I mean, I, that's, how, that's how I look at it. You went to see the fucking, the night before gore miss or whatever the fuck, kind of like. <laughs> The you know, bloody Easter or whatever kind of thing it is like this is on you. This is your fault if this movie sucks, and uh, that's kind of where where I'm at with this one. Do we have anything else we need to add to this guy? You know, I I was thinking about I was trying to think of like parts where the tension was good because you were saying he's pretty good at that. Um, I think the only time that I really felt that was when she was putting her contacts in. And I was like, oh, he's going to make stuff. her poke her eye. Ear he's going to make yeah, her yeah, poke yeah, her yeah, eye. Yeah, yeah. And then she didn't. And I was like, man, they spent a lot of time on those contact lenses. Well, I guess, I mean, when tension, I mean, like when they are literally running from the guy or hiding from the guy. Oh, yeah. You know what? I didn't like that. There's a lot of hiding. Yeah. It, it and worked. I was okay with the girl when she pretends to be a mannequin. That's kind of funny. Yeah. But when it's literally like the mom where you're just hiding in the house and he keeps poking at stuff, it's like, all right. Right. I mean, I don't know. There's a, I guess that is just like it works for you or it doesn't. Yeah. And there's a craft in getting it to work. And I think there's, again, whereas there's a lot of this movie that doesn't have craft, I think those moments for me were like, okay, there's this is this is nice. You almost wish he had like, like just call him in to do those scenes and have someone else write a real story. <laughs> yeah. And then like that could be like a dynamic duo, you know. Um, but for what it is now, it's sort of just, it's just there. Again, it's just a little trap, a little trap to catch you. You know who was the most weirdly fleshed out character was the scuba guy? Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> gave him some time. Yeah, they gave him time. They gave him emotions when people died and stuff. Uh-huh. And he was like trying to figure out how to solve things. And he actually fights back. And he's there from the beginning till the end. It's like, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that is kind of a twist, I guess. There's like multiple survivors. They don't drag out that whole last girl phenomenon. Yeah. 
she needs help. Yeah. Who do you think did it the entire time? That's a good question. <laughs> I think it was, I don't think her mom, Gina Gershon, really died. I think she was mm. masterminding it all. Is that her mom? Yeah. That's another reason why I was thinking of Scream, because it's like a, it's a whodunit, and then they got red herrings throughout. Yeah, but that's every slasher I think, movie. Yeah, I don't think that's her mom, Gina Gershon. I think that she was like her aunt. I My understanding of it. Gina Gershon was the girl's mom who died in the trampling event. Gina Gershon was about to leave the girl's dad and wind up with the cop, and she got trampled at that thing, and that's why he wanted revenge on everyone, because he would have ended up with Gina Gershon, a.k.a. that lady's mom. But I thought, okay, hold on, sorry, we're doing a so deep dissection <laughs> right now. I thought Gina Gershon was just an aunt, but her dad is the guy that owns the store, and then her stepmom was that lady. The stepmom was the lady that but got But then that's cooked. her mom? The stepmom was the lady that got cooked, and the dad's like, sorry, I winded up with that lady too quickly after your mom died. Mom dying being Gina Gershon. I was just sad that Gina Gershon wasn't in it more. Now I mean, I did. asked you who you think did it. You didn't answer it. I told you. I you just said was, Gina I said Gershon? It, yeah, I know. Oh, I, I thought you were really making die. a joke. <laughs> no. I, <laughs> are you making a joke? No. Before the reveal, who do you think did it? I'm sorry. <laughs> Short boyfriend. <laughs> Wait, oh, I, I thought it was the scum, because the guy said military training, so I was like, oh, it's the scumbag guy's dad, because they said he served in Iraq. Oh. And then I also thought it was it was the, the, the lady's really mom, and that she didn't really die. But that was my honest pitch. Okay. I was being serious with you, too. Okay, so I was like, why are you getting mad at me, bro? <laughs> Anyone else had another guess? No, I thought it was the cop. And then I thought, oh, maybe they would make it that one guy with the guns, but nah, he's too helpful. And he did the best, had the best piece of dialogue. Oh, yeah. Giving some shout out to our uh, Ronnie oh, James Dio yeah, era dude. Sabbath. Definitely felt seen on that moment. That was nice. Yeah, I was so stoked when he started saying like, "Then they found the fucking best." Yes, those a little elf. <laughs> Finally, someone gets it. I was like, "Hell yeah, dude!" I thought it was uh, the baseball kid, bro. Because oh, like, yeah, that's too. what we're saying. Because they little... did knock over the bucket and a bunch of baseballs fell out mm-hmm. of it. And it was like, mm. Mm-hmm. Mm, foreshadow? And I was like, nah, that's too that's too that's too much information. Anywho. Thanksgiving. Are we gonna uh cut off a slice of this one? Or is it best uh uh save this one for leftovers? Um Which one's the good one? I think you're eating it because you're cutting off a slice. Mm. Um and sometimes leftovers are really that's what good. I'm saying. <laughs> I'll take a I'll I'll again Fucking, you know what you're getting into with this bullshit. <laughs> it's fine for what it is. There was enough to keep me in, but it was a struggle to get there. And anything that anything that isn't a death, just prepare to fucking take that turkey, terrafim, trepamine, trepamine, truffle sauce. Turkey. What's in the turkey? There's a chemical. Tryptophan? There's a chemical in the turkey that makes you sleepy. Tryptophan. Tryptophan. Yeah. Chug some of that. Take a little nap in between the kills, and you'll be fine. Uh, yeah, you can you can take a slice. I agree that you know what you're getting into when you watch it. And I think basically any movie that is like Thanksgiving or Christmas or whatever is going to be, I don't know, maybe worse quality than this one. So it's fine. Everybody thought it was fine. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to relegate it to leftovers because you know that even Eli Roth himself would be like, well, actually, I was referencing The Prowler. You know, like when he talks about this because he has to be. I don't know. He positions himself as a historian on horror and blah, 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 blah. It sucked. I hated it. Uh, go ahead. Cut yourself a big old chunk of it. Dude, this movie was good. Um, 
Don't listen to this fucking hater that doesn't understand movies. I don't get it. Colin and Brent over here <laughs> can't understand anything. I just don't get it. That's it. Did you like this one or Wonderful Knife so far? I like this one better than Wonderful Knife, but I also might have just really disliked Wonderful Knife. This one obviously had better kills. That's mm. kind of what he does. And I literally nobody knows who made It's a Wonderful Knife. Yeah. So That's know. the true fucking filler. It's been a rough couple weeks, I'll just say that. What's next, Dylan? Oh, well, we got a next goal wins. Um, with the 2014 World Cup qualifiers approaching, down on his luck, Coach Thomas Rangan tries to turn the American Samoa soccer team into winners. Uh, features Michael Fossbender as Coach Thomas. Uh, I'm sorry if I'm pronouncing your name wrong. Uh, Kamina as Jaya. And directed by the legendary, the exquisite, the beautiful, the great, the amazing, the talented, the muscular, the <laughs> beautiful. Again, Taika Waititi. Um, that's all I got. <laughs> that's all. <laughs> I didn't. I I feel bad saying anything bad about this movie because I feel like oh, they can. they had fun making it. Mm-hmm. I feel like this this is like a very much his uh, kind of humor, understated, dry humor that that old old Taika is known for. Is that? But that's sort of at odds with like the sports movie, which kind of has to be a little intense or something. I don't know. Something about this one just. He comes on screen right away, and, mm-hmm. he, and he's a narrator, and he says he tells you, "Oh, and embellishments had to be taken, to, I guess, to cover the fact that Coach Rongan is somehow transphobic out of nowhere." So I don't know. I didn't. This was another one. I, I again, it was a bad week of the movies. I, I didn't like this one at all. I think it's a kind of a pacing thing. Yeah. Sort of. If, if you take like Gran Turismo, which we just saw, oh yeah, that's a good like underdog good. sports story. You know, it, it's hitting the beats, it's hitting them fast, you're getting to the end point. But I think the humor in this movie, and like, I guess, the island culture that it's presenting, the American Samoa, right? You know, it's all about being laid back and kind of, I don't know, being uh, fun and wry and, I don't know, relaxing, I guess. And so it's kind of weird to have this genre of film, which is usually very intense and, you know, fast-paced with this uh, more mellow vibe the island chilled out vibe, I guess. Fastbender is. We were having this conversation because we saw Killer. I have a, yeah, I have a question about that. Uh-huh. Is is he not American? That that made it kind of weirder, right? I'm not sure. Yeah, I guess. Well, I think he's. I don't know. You know what, what nationality Fastbender is? Because that's I thought they're bringing in a British football coach, which made sense. But then it was like, oh, he's an American coach. I'm like, what? Well, that's probably how it. Well, he probably was. A real American, I guess, but you can have British people play American. I think we've decided that's yeah, fair. He's Irish. Yeah, but Irish, within the context okay. of football, it's like I don't know. If like I've paid attention to that sport, so it's like you think why? Of <laughs> well, Thomas Rungan is Dutch. <laughs> yeah, and they okay. said he was like European. from Europe. Yeah, yeah, yeah okay. Didn't okay. Specify. That's an American. But Dutch is different than Irish. I don't know. Fassbender's Irish. The guy he's playing is. Dutch, but his nationality was in America, America, so that's why they were saying. But he's originally from Europe, and they were like, "Ooh, it's yeah. just weird because this is a pretty well documented story, and there, there actually is a documentary about well, it." Literally, nobody knows about this. Yeah, they do. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, it's if only you watch, if you're a soccer person. No, if you're into sports, you like you've you've 
sports people aren't into soccer. <laughs> But they export stories. I mean, I don't know. I, I've never heard of Dylan. Is this new to you? Uh, yeah, I didn't really. Okay. So you're outnumbered <laughs> officially. Yeah, I think, yeah, people who like sports documentaries might, and people who like soccer, international soccer, I will add, might. But um, I think the general public only going to know Taika Waititi. And this maybe feels like a movie pitched towards general public or like yeah. kind of i don't know it's like a kid's sports movie made with adults it, like it's so i don't know it's just not well done there were young people in our theater yeah kids watching it yeah you had people yeah. <laughs> i had nobody in mine yeah. i don't know i thought it was uh, yeah i agree that the pacing was weird i think the tone was weird too like sometimes it was funny and lighthearted, but only when some people were on screen and that's kind of strange yeah. uh like fastbenders being like very serious and then you have the guy that leads the american Samoan um football association right uh and then uh -huh. he's kind of silly yeah. and then you have players who are taking it seriously it's just it's a little it's it's a lot uneven yeah and then a lot of character threads or uh stories that are like all right he's an alcoholic and he's got this thing with his daughter and then some of the other characters have their own things and mm -hmm. it's uh, a little busy, I guess, mm -hmm. for, I don't know. It's, um, I, I think this is really just an excuse for Taika to hang out with these people because they seem like really fun people to hang out with. <laughs> yeah. They seem, they genuinely seem like they were having a good time making the movie. I can see this being fun, probably like improvised dialogue and all that kind of stuff that goes with that. But, you know, again, having a, a lighthearted, fun, dry comedy and a sports movie happening at the same time. It just kind of felt, I don't know, in conflict. And then also weaving in the more dramatic elements. And it, it's, I think it's cute that in like, you know, the, it's the whole like one for me, one for them model for filmmakers, right? And he's like, he's he makes his Thor movies and then he gets to do this project. And like, you would think maybe the project that he gets to do on his own is going to be some edgy R-rated like, mm -hmm. I'm outside from the mouse. I can do what I want. But he's... <laughs> Oddly making something probably more family-friendly than the Disney movies he's making. Yeah. And I don't know. That's wholesome. It's all around um, sweet, cute, fine. I, but um, yeah, it, it, uh, overall, I would reach the same conclusion ultimately, which is that it just didn't really work for me. Yeah. What you were saying just now about it being a comedy in a sports movie, I was trying to think, is it? Is it a comedy? I mean, I guess you'd have to say it is. Yeah, like, there's funny you elements. Know. Yeah. Yeah, Tiger wore fake teeth for it. It's a comedy. Yeah. Well, Justin Long wore fake teeth in uh, <laughs> some wonderful knife, and that was good, bad. Good recall. Yeah. But that was funny. I kept laughing at that. See? I thought Tyga was funny because why is he even there? <laughs> <laughs> he is there to be there. Yeah, he's there to be there. I don't know. The comedy didn't always hit, and it was pretty uneven. I do think that they tried to put too many things in here. I think when you have a movie like this that succeeds, it's because it's focusing a lot on, on one person and their growth or whatever. And he has growth in it. I just think that they also spend a lot of time, I don't know. I don't know where they spend the time that doesn't work. Right. <laughs> Something about the pacing. But I agree. It's like lighthearted. It's fun. You know, sit me in front of some war dances and I'm going to watch it. Those are so cool, I think. And so I thought that that was neat. They were having a good time. Dylan, I'm putting you on blast, bro. Go ahead. You saw this movie before me and you were just like, yeah, it's kind of whatever. It was okay. I was like, wait, okay, hold on now. Yeah. From Dylan, oh, it's okay? Yeah, it was okay. 
I didn't know what to think about it. And then when, as soon as about 20 minutes in the movie, I was like, oh, so this is what he's saying. <laughs> okay. I see. I see where he's getting at. Yeah. And somehow, somehow that is the most cogent review of this film. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, yeah, it's said. okay. Like, I don't know. I'm not hurt. I don't really care. <laughs> if I wasn't doing this podcast, I might've seen it, but who knows? This is what, okay. This actually goes back to what Colin t- always tells me. Don't get excited for these movies. Cause I got, right. this is the one where I was like, yes, I'm going to see that one first. It's going to be awesome. Well, he's brought us joy. Taika Waititi has brought us a lot of joy over yeah. the years. Early in his so. career, he did. Well, you, Are you still doing it? I have you on record as liking the last Thor movie. Yeah, don't, <laughs> don't cool guy. Yeah, that what was you, last no, but you'll, year. But if you listen to that one, you'll also hear me talk about how even he makes fun of how shitty like all the production is. Yeah, that was yeah. a that was a, a fumble on his part. Yeah. I think we can all agree. But that was also last year, and I I don't think he's he has nothing to do with the show. What we do in shadows, right? Just a movie, right? I haven't yeah. seen the TV show though. TV oh show's God, great. Is it, is movie, it? Okay, movies mid. Sure. TV show's great. But anyway, either way, he's earned some good grace. I'm gonna make a little soccer movie for fun for him, I guess. He's a New Zealand. Yeah, he's a New Zealander. Uh, How many movies do they Polynesian? get to make? You yeah, know? let him make a soccer film. And I do like his humor. It's so dumb. Yeah, <laughs> it, 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 this stuff. It, I don't know what the difference is between like the New Zealand humor and British humor because I hate British humor with a passion, and I hate soccer with a passion. But you and love watching New this fucking movie of with, and there's a. The, the the Zealand stuff is derived from Britishness, but it's like, it has that same like, hey, you going up there? Oh, yeah? I was going to go up there. Why are you going up there then? Well, that's where I'm going. Well, you can go up there if you want. Well, now I'm worried about what's going on up there. Like that pacing of comedy. I just want to fucking shoot my brains out. But he does it not obnoxiously, and he does it well. I'll give him that. I think it's more like Midwestern humor. Really? Or like Canadian it's kind. Yeah. It lacks the mean. It's like British it's, comedy without the meanness. Yeah, it's like funny, but accidentally, just kind of by way of being like absurd that you wouldn't think a normal human being or a real human being would be that nice or that calm, I guess. All right. You know? Yeah. I think but any, either way. It works. Next goal wins. Is this a uh, a goal or is this like the most exciting, thrilling game of soccer you've ever seen <laughs> that ends in a tie? Is this a is this a zero zero game or a one two game? Oh, uh, no! This is a this is this. Uh, you don't need to see this. It's fine. I'm not mad at it. Let him nuke, make his little movie, but you're good. You can skip it unless you know you know a, a young person who's into soccer because it is it's fine. It's fun. I, as a person who does not care at all about the sport, which is why you shouldn't um, recommend it to people that play soccer. <laughs> No, I think that you will like it like for children like, who are the yeah. only people who should be playing soccer. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Young people who I play wouldn't have liked this as a kid like who was playing soccer at all. Um, <laughs> because you know they were entertained. It's fun to see people getting to run around and and you know do their drills and such. But it doesn't get into you need to go into this formation and blah blah blah. It's like there's soccer's happening, you know, <laughs> and soccer's you like serious. watching soccer happen. It's uh, yeah, so it's fine, but it's it's not particularly well made. Sorry. Uh, stick this one in the penalty box. It's another trash movie. Uh, go ahead and watch it. It's pretty good. Um, like <laughs> I thought it was okay, honestly. You know, I just like seeing um. Polynesians just kind of running around, just kind of like playing soccer the best that they could. Um, that's all. That's all I got. Is Fassbender like a good actor or does he just have the air of being a good actor? Like I take him as like someone who's good, but after watching this movie and that fucking killer movie, 
I'm like, oh, does he? Is he like a like a Gerard just, Butler type? Where oh. it's like, oh yeah, yeah, he has a name that a good actor would have. So I assume he's a good actor. He was the bomb as Magneto. Yeah, no doubt about it. But if that's what I remember you as, is a, a, a little children's story movie. You don't you don't remember him as the robot clone guy from the Alien prequels? Holy shit. See, I was going to disqualify Dylan from this question, but can you name like three other Fastbender movies? I can't. And disqualify me? Yeah, because I know you can. <laughs> oh, okay. Fair enough. I, I already named three just well, by yeah. accidentally Like saying I said, well. we watched him fucking, you know, in the killer, yeah. mumble along in the killer. Yeah. And it's like, oh, well, Fastbender, he does good movies. Like, wait. And we looked at his filmography and it's like, oh, wait, these are, he's, he just kind of does junk and he just, he just gets by because his name sounds like, the name of a good actor. <laughs> also, honestly, I confuse him with Skarsgård from uh, Infinity Pool. That guy. And you could, could yeah, Skarsgårds. If you, any of the Skarsgårds get, a, get away with ones, it, yeah, I know, and they all can get away with it. Anything they want. So because we all accidentally it. get them all confused. Yeah, yes. so they kind of spread it out. Oh, the guy from. Oh, it, we're on to them. They Penny, all sort of do the same kind of movie. Yeah. All right, I'll see. Oh, that's not Penny. Oh, yeah, we figured this shit out. Okay. <laughs> oh, the guy from Infinity Pool is in this movie for the uh, the basement movie. What's it called? Mama. What's the basement film? Yo, what are you talking about? Barbarian. Barbarian. <laughs> the Mama basement. Yeah. Yeah. Basement Mama. Yeah. All I can think about is Justin Long again. Because this is the year of Justin Long. <laughs> yeah, but Skarsgård's in there for like the first 20 minutes. Yeah. Oh, that's right. And he's that's good. A, at that's it. a different Skarsgård, right? right? Yeah, that's the Pennywise Skarsgård. Yeah, that's not that's not the uh, Infinity Pool Skarsgård. No, no that guy is too artsy for this one. But either way, I think the worst Skarsgård still pisses all over Fastbender, realistically. I think it's it's roles. It's roles. That's it. And uh, and to say that he he killed it as Magneto is an understatement. Yeah. You give him a role where he's a pretty trash role where you wouldn't could phone it in and he's doing his damn job. Even this killer movie, he's doing his what he can in it, but yeah. he just has to read Edgelord manifestos. Exactly. So he, he's not he doesn't <laughs> do yoga. he doesn't get to act. Yeah. That's the problem. And he's not a, you know, this wasn't a great movie to uh to showcase his acting. Right. If he's serious and he's <laughs> acting, then he's good. But it's like he really it's like he skipped the part where he had to prove himself. We yeah. just accept him as a good actor that does bad roles. But other than, again, all we can name is Magneto. Weird. You He's don't a, name Frank, bro? I don't. Oh, my God. You don't name the clone robot guy from the alien food? <laughs> See, this is... I don't know. He has like 50 names in there. He's a clone robot guy. That's all I know. I don't think he's bad, but I feel like he just snuck under the radar as just we all accept him as good. And it's weird because if you add up all the bad movies versus good movies. I know he's he's like in stuff, but I don't remember him being in those things. He pulled it off. The son of a bitch, yeah. he did it. Would it make you feel better if like you found out you got like the the sheets from the movie? And you're like, oh, he only made like a hundred grand for this. Did I don't. You, know, you know, maybe he makes a hundred dollars. I don't know. <laughs> you think <laughs> he's just for a good time? I think I think all these people in this movie work for scale. I think they just wanted to hang out with each other. Yeah. All right. That's and then. My last word I'm going to say on it is charm. There is charm okay, in the movie. Yeah. In like the individual people making it, they kept charm, but not so much the movie. Dylan, what's next? We got trolls band together. Do you want me to explain more? I don't see how you could not. <laughs> I, think, uh, I think you just summed it up. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's what has to happen. That literally what happens in that. Yeah. The trolls band together. Yeah. Uh, I, I try to just write this one just based on memory this morning. This morning being two hours ago at 9 p.m. Um, <laughs> Poppy discovers that Branch and his four brothers were once part of her favorite boy band. When one of his siblings, Floyd, 
gets kidnapped by a pair of nefarious villains, Branch and Poppy embarked on a harrowing and emotional journey to reunite the other brothers and rescue Floyd from a fate even worse than pop culture obscurity. Features Anna Kedrick as uh, Poppy, Justin Timberlake as Branch, Eric Andre as John Dory, Kid Cudi as Clay, uh, David Diggs as Spruce, Keenan Thompson as Tiny Diamond. There's a lot. There's a star. There's a lot of people. There's too many people to name, and it's also directed by uh, Walt Dorn and Tim Heights. Heats. Sure. Yeah. There's there's too many people to name. Anyway, uh, that's that's all I got for the trolls band together. (laughs) I gotta say, we were doing our homework for Hunger Games and watching all of those movies. You forgot. I feel and thinking that we could just waltz into this trolls movie. Like, oh yeah, I kind of I kind of remember the first one. There's like a grumpy troll, and then he gets cheered up by the end by the the lady troll. I kind of remember that. That was a f- ten years ago. That's fine. Uh, little did I know there is a lot of lore in this movie. I feel like a lot has happened since the first movie. Clearly. I was <laughs> genuinely confused about what's it the 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 Brannons? What do they call them? The the real trolls? Like the burgers the or something? Bur- they don't they don't say burger because it yeah, sounds like burgers. Yeah, the the troll, like the troll dolls with the hair, they live in peace with the Bergens, which is apparently something that happened in another movie. There was a rock apocalypse that almost happened. There's like a lot of lore (laughs) in this fucking movie that I feel like we missed out on by not uh, frequenting the franchise. But Not that we needed it, but that it would have been nice because it's interesting. (laughs) Yeah, it's strangely fleshed out for, uh, you know... This is the third Trolls movie? Anyone? Yeah. Anyone? Yes, three. And uh, I, I got to say, as far as like just Sugar Rush films go, this was actually really fun to watch. There's this constant popular music snippets going on throughout the whole movie. Insane psychotic colors. Um, all the character designs were cool. The different worlds they visit because they have to go to the different lands to accumulate all the different the band back together. members of Bro Zone, who's the boy band they're trying to accumulate. And every land they visit has a different kind of motif. Like the vacation land is all Dr. Seuss style, and the two squiggly guys. What's the what's their world called? The Mount something. Mount Ragemore or something like that. <laughs> it's they have like this crazy, uh, you know, hedonistic hyper pop world they all look like uh soundcloud rappers and shit and it's all like high fashion it's really cool all the worlds they set up are are pretty great i don't know man like this as far as just be overwhelmed with sensory overload like this is kind of a hit man i i probably enjoyed this movie more than any movie this week yeah this is the best movie of the week easily (laughs) like hands down i haven't seen hunger games yes i feel confident saying that this is the best movie of the week it worked for you. You're you have a, such a hard, a cold soul. Yeah, but like this was able to warm it up. Yeah, if you're gonna lean into like you said, the psychotic nature yes. of this like this underworld of Bergen, and <laughs> you got a band called Brozone. What the hell is that? <laughs> so great. And then like I think what hooked me is like they all the reason why they had to get them all together in order to save you know the, the others was because their voices had to come together in a, a harmony they call it like family harmony perfect family harmony yeah but that's like actually based on a real concept called uh blood harmonies okay so if you listen to like the leuven brothers that was a perfect example where like people that are related can harmonize in a different way than you or i could yeah, Car- the carter sisters and yeah so on yeah and exactly so forth. Yeah, yeah so it's like it's really fascinating and it's cool that that kind of got integrated into such a big mainstream 
movie because maybe some people will look into it now and like and check out some examples. Of I don't it. think they. I will. don't think they will, but it would be awesome <laughs> if they did. But yeah, I mean, but like, I just, I just like that something that was just so nerdy, kind of like made right. it in as like a main plot point, and I was like, oh, that's awesome. And then, like you said, they, they they take time to really like pack in a bunch of stuff, a bunch of stuff. Yeah. So I mean, it's it it's a world, and it and it and it and it has dynamics, and you know, there's diversity and all kinds of cool stuff that it doesn't feel forced. It's just crazy. It's cool. I like I like when you like cartoons. I, yeah. I worry sometimes. Oh, it takes a lot for me. To like I cartoons. feel like you're yeah. kind of a, a a Grinch of sorts. Okay, when so it yeah, comes this week animation. I thought for sure that I would love <laughs> Next Goal wins. Like, yeah. there's, there's like there's no way I will hate that movie. And then I was like, trolls will probably be on the bottom, you know. Because I'll be like, and I was thinking like, Thanksgiving be serviceable. No, trolls. If this, if like there was only three movies this year, trolls cleans up at the Oscars. I think that's. I I thought it was a, a more enjoyable film than Super yeah. Mario Brothers, which I had in my yeah. previous like sugar rush ADD kind of bright color swirl movie. But yeah, man, I think trolls is is gunning for it. I think they knew that they had something too, because I remember like weeks ago I started texting. I was like. Dude, there's like product integrations with right. trolls on everything. Well, they, they only really do that on movies that they know are going to perform at a certain level. They did that for Ruby Gilman. Yeah. Well, oh, hold with on Menchies. now. Yeah. <laughs> Just because Menchies did it, yeah. I don't think we can. Well, that's all you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I heard someone posit, um, interestingly enough, it's like, yo, if they're putting this against a Disney princess movie, which is Wish... I mean, granted, it wasn't the same weekend. Yeah, but they're not close enough. Getting it's like, out, it's like Thursday to Tuesday, though. They're not getting out of the way of it. You know what I'm saying? Either that means that the um, what is it? The consumer um, confidence in Disney films right now is so low uh-huh. that DreamWorks is not afraid to drop a Trolls movie. I'd have to see it, but I think like yeah, it could do well because it's. I think if there is some word of mouth, people are like, yeah, it wasn't bad, dude. Go yeah, see it. I yeah. think, and it's like this. I like I like kids movies. For kids, you know, and there's there's like some stuff for grownups to appreciate and like, you know, old songs we remember and drugs and therapy drugs. stuff, there you go. Uh, all of that, like that'll <laughs> probably go over kids heads. But it's not the kind of stuff that go over kids heads where it's like, you know, sexual innuendos or like the really yeah, yeah, the yeah, cheap yeah. shit that they usually yeah. throw at you. I'm sure most kids aren't going to understand the new edition boys to men kind of jokes and everything. That's for grown folks. But that's. At least clever. They burned some calories writing that. They didn't just interject some mature theme. Right. But this is over overwhelmingly like a kid's movie for kids. And it's nice to see them really get something just, again, just pure. This isn't, this isn't chocolate. This isn't licorice. This is like pixie sticks. Just main line. Yeah, like the, when you rip it open and your, yeah. your face is too close to it. And the it just dust gets in your, gets in, yeah, the dust sneeze. gets in your lungs. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dylan, you're an animaniac. Come on, man. <laughs> oh, hey. Represent here. Uh, I did like the film. Sadly, the drug part I missed out on because I had to do stuff. But bathroom. Uh, <laughs> when I came back and he took the drug, and I was like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> My friend was like, that's drugs. They just named it something else. And I was like, oh, okay. Um, I like the animated part where uh, they go into, what's it called? Hustle mode. Hustle mode, yeah. And it's I was like, like a yellow submarine style. Yeah. I was like, fuck, this actually looks really sick on this screen. Like, mm-hmm. uh, I don't know what theater you guys saw it. I saw it in like the bigger screen in the San Marcos one. Yeah. 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 And I was like, God damn, this looks amazing. I wish I was uh, high, bro. Oh, <laughs> I was like, yo, I dude. was tripping, dude. I was like, yo, you see that guy, that buff dude that just comes and 
show throws the bus or something? He has I three eyes. I thought that was a reference. <laughs> Again, I don't have the data to back this up, but I remember there was like a ninja turtle. Like the trolls were so big in the 90s. Mm-hmm. They were like, we need to do boy trolls. And they did a Ninja Turtles knockoff called like the Power Gems or something no. like that. I swear this I exists. Know they had some of them had gems. gems no, there there are a line of troll dolls that are like buff, like He Man toys, what? and they have troll oh. hair. And there's a cartoon about it. And this isn't like some vague recollection I have. Like maybe it was. Like I will place fucking money. I don't know the names. It's like Gem Patrol. It's something silly. They have gems in their belly. I do remember these. Oh, and I think. But they were buff? They were buff. They were like, I remember the gems. I don't remember Again, the they were just like, oh, not enough boys are playing with these troll dolls. Let's make them uh, jacked and like the Ninja Turtles. And then they- Oddly enough, I, I, yeah, boys might not have played with them, but Jimmy Fallon did. I saw him open for the strokes, and half of his set was just, he was talking. He was holding up one of those troll dolls and talking through it. Oh, yeah. yeah. Speaking of drugs and cocaine, yeah, yeah, exactly. Jimmy Fallon is... Yeah, opening for the strokes. <laughs> there you go. But you know what I was wondering about? None of them is flesh-colored. That was like the whole gross thing yeah. about the trolls is that they're like... They're gross. Well, <laughs> well now we got to sell toys to... Yeah, now they're like Again, purple we, and blue, and it's like, okay, this is yeah, acceptable. We've had a whole trilogy building lore to get away from the flesh-colored trolls, okay? Just because <laughs> you're late doesn't mean... <laughs> Flesh-colored trolls in the first troll movie. I know we don't know that. Maybe that's part of the lore. <laughs> they just deleted them. I'm trying to remember IRL. Wasn't Bergen the company that made them? Okay, and I think the Bergens in this movie are like the yeah. real trolls. Exactly. And the troll that's dolls are afraid that's of like how you get away the real the trolls. I don't know. We're gonna we're gonna Maybe. have to do some deep diving into trolls. Right. Did you watch uh, the Rock Tour one, the second one? No. It sounds fucking sick, though. Pretty sick. There's a rock. They like go to hell or something, huh? What was it? What are the like uh, the deep cut rock songs in that one? Do you remember? They do welcome oh, to hell from uh, Venom. All aboard! <laughs> okay. And then they're like, "Oh, we got to drive fast yeah, or something." And I think they're literally on a train. Okay. To hell. But is it like the rock people are attacking the pop people? Because I'm down for that. That's yeah. Like I a think great like movie. no. I think they're like, you need to get the fucking key to hell. From all these demons in hell. So they cuss a lot in the second one? Yeah, it's like yeah. fucked up. Like Jack Black's in it and like, hey guys, fucking hey! <laughs> it's like his role. That guy. Yowza! There's a, there's a series on Black. There's a series on Netflix, right? Really? Yeah. I think there's a series. I, I think. I didn't watch Don't that. Don't quote I, me. I, I right. swore I saw you watch those. No, that was some other. I mean, we watched a lot of cartoons. I feel like uh, maybe at the time, years ago, I watched some. Oh, are you talking about the GDT one? No, that's different. Oh, it is different. Yes, you're right. That was Troll Hunters. Very yeah. completely no, no, unrelated. No, 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 not that one. The like Netflix show, right? We were watching the Fast and Furious Netflix. There was that. That was amazing. Wow. I remember that era. That was cool. You guys so sucked into family. Okay, so we know that in this one, the trolls did drugs. In any previous trolls, have they murdered people? Not on like perp, like not stabby. Has there been an accidental death? I'm sure, but I think that's they so just sick. come back. You know, like. Oh, I uh, pushed him off the ledge, and then he comes back. Okay. Later. God damn it! Why'd you fucking push me off the fucking ledge? They cuss a That's lot. That's how they talk, dude. It's yeah. fucked up. Like these kids are watching these parents at nine thirty p.m., ten thirty p.m. The latest showing for Trolls Three, taking their fucking children there, and all they're hearing is, "Man, what the fuck?" Well, like Keenan take- Thompson cursing constantly. It does take place in Jersey. Michael Rappaport <laughs> is a troll. <laughs> a, so. cold, a troll cop. 
Guys, listen. Let me tell you something, you fuck. These these guys, they want no understand. Oh, dude, when they make like the hip hop trolls, like because if they do the rock guys attacking horse movie, they get the hip hop trolls in, and it's Michael Rappaport, and it's like all like granddad rap. It's all just like skibbity hip hop, ba dee doo, like. No mention of anything beyond like 1988. Like Houdini is like the freshest rapper they reference. They, they this... force him to go stop at 88. Yeah, and Michael Rappaport's <laughs> like, you, you guys, you don't understand. This is real hip. This is when it was real. Okay, this is the real thing we're giving you. I'm, I won't slip into Michael Rappaport. I won't be no. able to get out. No, go ahead. <laughs> Thirty minutes. Go ahead. I can get into it. I can get into it, and I can get out of it. I get out of it when I want to get out of it. All right, because. Because that's the thing with these kids these days. They don't understand what it was like back in the day. Grandmaster Cash, the Furious Three, all right? This is <laughs> this is the real roots of this music, okay? Well, don't they in Trolls reference the bands as troll bands? Oh, like all the original music? Is- yeah, like Trolls-Y, Trollsborn. Trollsborn. See again, shit. I'm out of my element. I, in this one, they don't, they don't talk about bands. Yeah. They just like make jokes about it. Like, yeah. I hope Saturday oh, I we can get some menudo, right, you know, right, stuff right. like it's that. It's a take on ozone, or is it just okay? Ozone of bros. I mean, I can, I can Wait, see o- it. It was O Town. Was there an ozone? Oh, yeah. Get it? Oh, I think it's just funny. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, brozone. Oh, it's a bunch of boys, bro. Yeah. They're just bros. And anyway, actual and sync. There we go. Yeah. Oh, up maybe the they're like, some of them thought they're going to like be romantic with each other, but like, no, you're bro-zoned. Mm-hmm. Can you believe they made Justin Timberlake say boy, bro-zones back all right during that one song? Crazy. Wow. And then NSYNC shows up <laughs> as trolls. That's right. And you said that is a new NSYNC song, because yeah. it really is NSYNC. They, 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 this is advertised as the first new NSYNC music in a long time is in this Trolls movie. That's crazy, because when I sat and sat and watched that entire song being played, uh, that's when the kids at... 12 a.m. We're leaving. Yeah. They're like, we don't need this boomer shit. We oh, fuck this. Lame. We need lame. Anna Kendrick singing some songs, bro. I, just, I don't blame them. Who gives that. a shit about the new NSYNC song? I feel good. I feel I'm like we're, 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 regen- we're, we're rejuvenated. We're back. By the trolls. Yeah. I really like, yeah, the character design is really great. I like those twins. Yes. I don't remember. I forget their names. Uh, Velvet and Veneer. The names are yes. getting so good. Yeah. And they're just wild, loopy. I think it's kind of a I don't know, a post-cuphead uh, yeah. kind of design, which is like kind of a, a look back at the Max Fletcher stuff. But, you know, of course, in, in a revamped uh, new way. But, yeah, it is just so frenetic and chaotic it's it, it, it's a, it is a joy and a stress to the eyes to see very much <laughs> a lot yeah but it really has so much in it and i i love when you can just kind of look at other like look at stuff around the the edges of the screen and be like wow somebody thought about that you know mm. that was really cool and the colors are just crazy and we saw kids taking pictures in front of the posters and stuff. Yes. This is like, kids love this. I don't know how parents feel about this. <laughs> I mean, again, they play a lot of the music yeah, from kind of every generation, I guess. And it's like, you know there's so much merch for yeah. this, which could be a bummer or not. Like, they could be into worse things. And there are songs, but there's no whole song. 
So yeah. snippets. <laughs> yeah. They are not wasting your time. Oh, it's okay. like mashup everything. Yes. So I don't know that your kid could really latch on to something like that. Uh, like, no. You know, like you will not be able to, to bond death. with your kid. <laughs> I don't know. Again, it's just so hyperactive. Yeah, it really is. But I, I, I like that. I think you see too much like serious kid stuff. Yeah. I don't understand how kids can watch some of these cartoons. Like Frozen or something. Well, okay, yeah, Frozen is a good one where it's like all sad and everything. But I mean, like cartoons, where it's like it seems really boring. (laughs) What is is happening in here? Find some shots. Well, I mean, something. If you walk in and a kid watching Avatar: The Last Airbender, do you have any idea (laughs) what's going on? That that adventure (laughs) kind of stuff. I get what you're saying. Yeah, where it's just like, man, you really have to pay attention to this, and and it doesn't seem very fun. But then you watch this, and it's like, oh my god. Trolls World Tour. Are you buying? Wait, is it called World Tour? What's yeah, it no. Oh, band no. Yeah. Band to, yeah. Trolls Band Together. Are you you buying a ticket to this concert, or are you going to turn the volume way down? I'll um I'll buy a ticket to this one. This is uh yeah again one of the better uh, animated features of this year. Um, we I said what need to be said. You know you know the you know what time it is. <laughs> Yeah, buy a ticket, bring some friends. There should be a QR code on this one so you can share <laughs> this with, you know, your gift ticket. Like yeah, great call, it. great call. Yeah, I think it's, uh, I think it's really fun. I think it's imaginative, which is something that I love to see, and super colorful. It is, it does have the DreamWorks color palette, mm-hmm. um, but it's like glitterified, <laughs> so it's like everywhere. Uh, yeah, it was a good watch. It was fast. I like that Eric Andre is in it. Like yeah. Keenan Thompson is in it. They're both really funny. We're all just like conveniently them. omitting that Amy Schumer's in it. She played like the best character too. She's so a troll girl. She was Velvet. Oh. Yeah. Oh no, I thought she played the sister. I didn't realize she was in it. I think she's Velvet. Velvet and Veneer. Yeah. Hold on. Let's 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 know. fact this check. Is worth, this. this is worth fact checking. <laughs> Who's Viva? Was that her sister? Yeah. Oh, that's why I got it confused. Amy Schumer is Velvet, and Viva is Camila Cabello, dude. Crazy. Zoe Deschanel is in this. I yeah. thought she was the crimp girl. She's she Bridget. Br- I don't she know brings out a ukulele. Mm-hmm. No. No, but Bridget is the troll girl, the bird. Oh yeah, it's one, her friend, which oh, is crazy. Like yeah. 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 She's mm. doing. She's a quirky girl, bro. Doing a quirky thing. Ah, I'm being funny. Well, I did think she was going to be the character that plays a ukulele. Yeah, that was a that was a missed opportunity. <laughs> All right, listen up, moviegoers. Not only are you going to buy the ticket for this one, I need you to get the VIP meet and greet so that you can see the trolls early, go to their sound check, maybe get a drumstick and a set list. If you like movies, this is the best movie of the week. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna turn the volume up and buy a ticket, dude. This trolls movie was badass. And fa- also, fun fact, I just looked this up on accident. I didn't mean to look this up. Um did you know that the uh, the two D animation part where all the trippy bus stuff was happening when the hustle mode was happening, you know that was like Titnos Production doing that. Mm. Oh, wild! Shout out to like uh, they just yeah crazy yeah, right the goats. For those of us that don't know what Titmouse is, what's that? It's all the they did all the um, Adult Swim animation. Yeah, oh, okay. there you go. Yeah, I was just like Maybe not all the but you know well most of the good ones. Yeah. Whenever you see that bird, just go chirp. <laughs> oh yeah. okay gotcha yeah and so i was like whoa that threw me off because i was looking to see if the i know i should have just said this here that velvet and veneer world yes i thought the whole time that was this was like a sony movie like it threw me off 
like the Sony animation, mm-hmm. it looks more like that than it yeah. does DreamWorks. And this what it threw me off. I was like, is this like a collab movie, bro? <laughs> Dylan, what are we talking about next? Uh, not so much we, Colin. So much you and Justine. Uh, we got The Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. Uh, I Listen, folks, I've only seen Hunger Birds, Hungry Birds. <laughs> Hungry birds, hungry, hungry, hungry games, hungry games. One, <laughs> and maybe scene two. I don't know. I like. I said I saw it, but I like legit could have just seen one again and thought that was a different movie. This uh, is really called the Ballad of Birds and Snakes. Songbirds, songbirds. And snakes. Oh, song. Okay, much better. Yeah. Um. So I I can only go off the trailer since I did not see this. Mm-hmm. Um. Years before he becomes the tyrannical president of Panem, eighteen-year-old. Uh, Corlonina Snow remains the last hope of his fading lineage. With the 10th annual Hunger Games fast approaching, the young Snow becomes alarmed when he's assigned to mentor Lucy Gray Baird from District 12. Uniting their instincts for showmanship and political savvy, they race against time to ultimately reveal who's a songbird and who's a snake. <laughs> they do not say that. I say that. You say I that. Said, That's your... I, my an- analysis. Okay. Um, it features Rachel Ziegler as Lucy, Tom Blythe as Snow, Peter Dinklage as Casca. Is that how you say his name in the movie? Sure. Uh, Viola Davis as Dr. Gowl. Sure. Directed by Francis Lawrence, who did... Hunger Games, Catching Fire, and both Mocking Jays Part One and Two. All right, I am Legend. Legend and Justine's favorite movie. Want to take a guess? No idea. Constantine. Oh wow! Yeah, can you believe it? That's crazy because those Hunger Games movies are less. Well, than he good. did two and then three, four. Yeah, but and those this. are not the good. Those aren't. Good. Oh, those are the bad <laughs> yeah. ones. Oh, well, anyway, the first one. I, I, I since me and Justine are brave. Yeah. We decided to take this challenge on and really, because the teen dystopia stuff when it was booming, like it was not for adults. If you were over the age of 30 and watching like Divergent or Maze Runner or whatever, like you had something going on with you. That you, Those were rough years for you, I think. These movies were like for kids uh, and they were like serious, like serious, like young adults, YA novels is what they're based on, you know. And this whole wave was just, it just looked like this gray smear of interchangeable movies and characters. And I could not have been less interested in them in their time. But when the new movie's out, it's like, all right, maybe I missed something. These are super popular movies. Let's give them a, give them a chance. And man, they are, this is not for the new movie. We're just talking about the old movies here. A quick recap uh, for the, the chads who were, you know, ripped enough to watch these movies. They are so boring and really boring. Long, and I am shocked at how bad the world building is in these movies that are all built. The whole Hunger Games thing is like they're based in like it's a dystopian future, and the des- the districts are pitched against each other. And I don't know if we've just been spoiled from like I think the whole world of the the whole concept of like world building. I don't know, maybe came into prominence after these movies. And I, don't know. I mean, you have you have stuff like. Star Wars. <laughs> well, yeah, you have Lord of the Rings, for God's sakes. I mean, it's not like it was a new thing, but I'm just saying, like, if you watch the new Dune movies, let's say, those put you in those worlds, and they get you all, the, they get you caught up, and it's dense, and there's a lot of lore to it, whereas these movies, it's like, well, the Hunger Games are happening, and they're bad. <laughs> like, but do we like the Hunger Games? You gotta like them, because we say it is. 
do you guys like them? Well, no, we just need to have them. So we have to send someone, like, it's it's so paper thin, this premise. Or Every district has a randomly selected person, but anyone else can volunteer for it. And this stretches on for so long. And that Jennifer Lawrence girl, Katniss Everdeen, which you're going to hear a lot if you decide to marathon these movies, she is like the most important girl ever yeah. for no reason. Like, she wins the first movie. She's like, she won the Hunger Games. It's like, okay, cool, because she gamed the system and she was able to get her friend to survive. And for no reason at all, they're just like, this is a revolution now. Hey, uh, <laughs> those of us that haven't seen it, what are the Hunger Games? So they kill each other or something? All right, so there's like, uh, like a, a super overlord aristocracy people, yeah. and there are these... 12, 13 districts okay. that each make their own stuff individually. And the, the only credit I'll give to this lore that they built is like each uh, district makes their own stuff independently of the other districts. So it's kind of like, uh, you know, how the rich pit working people against each other. You know, it's kind of a metaphor for that, I guess. And, or it's basically that, you know, if the, if the districts were to unite... They could probably overthrow this aristocracy, but since they're just stuck in their own lane and the aristocracy is like has these really uh like brutal uh police force that just shoots people so much, it's crazy. Anyways, they're afraid to, you know, unite and rise up. And so the Hunger Games happen once a year. Each district gets a person randomly selected. I think they are so loosey goosey with who they choose. They have to send a kid in to this arena and they all fight. And one of them wins. And the one that wins gets to live and everyone else dies. And it's for sport. It's, be- it's their punishment because they they did do an uprising at yes. some point. And then they uh. squashed it. And they're like, okay, well, now you have to do the Hunger Games. Now we kill 12 <laughs> kids a year. Yeah. But again, it's so if it's like a random selection, okay, that's one thing. But like, so in the first movie, Katniss Everdeen's sister is selected and she's like no i'll stand in their place and they're like all right fine and it's like you're th- oh but they were shocked like i don't know if it had ever happened before because they were like can she do that and they're like well she just did yeah. i think they just didn't think it was ever gonna happen but then it did and they were like well whatever and then in this movie the newest one did not to jump ahead but i will or rather behind because this movie <laughs> it turns out is a prequel to all those other movies mm. Like, so you watch Katniss Everdeen uh, go from uh, a winner of the Hunger Games to leading a revolution to overthrowing the aristocracy and starting a new uh, system of governance. She defeats the Hunger Games. And then we're like, but wait a second. Don't you wonder about the president of the aristocracy (laughs) that overruled everyone? What his story was all about? 60 years in the past. (laughs) This movie is like, it starts three years before the first Hunger Games. And then this is like the second and third Hunger, or it's like the third. It's it's the 10th. 10th Hunger Games. So it's like, they've been losing ratings. It's so, again, it is such a poorly concocted thing. You know what jumped into mind? Because I've been thinking about this movie recently. I hadn't watched it in so long. Death Race 2000. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah. schlockiest, corniest, yeah. whatever movie. So fun. Loved that fucking movie with a passion. Watched it a million times when I was a kid. Haven't seen it in a long time. That is an airtight world. They're like, hey, there's this, we'll have this psycho sport. We'll, you kill people, you get points, and everyone will watch it. Yeah. And there's like a small rebellion of people who hate it, and they want to stop it. You know, for the government, it's like, well, this is bread and circuses. This is like, you know, going to keep people in line and entertained and distracted. And like everything has a motivation, everything's in line, and you believe that it's happens. This is the opposite of that, where it's like, yeah. why 
are you guys doing? Why is there? I don't. Half of the people don't like the Hunger Games. It then don't do them, and or which is kind of what Death Race plays on. It's like some people would want to compete in this. Every time there would you just elect your biggest psychopath to volunteer to go up against the other psychopaths. It would be like how sports are, <laughs> and like there would be some people who would elect to do it and be good at it. It's it the again. It is the whole world is flimflam. It is all gibberish. It is for like undeveloped minds to be like wow government may be bad people good katniss strong good with bow (laughs) hits people with bow it's like for brains that aren't fully developed so i think what's happening with this movie is it's playing on nostalgia and i think there's an extra layer of nostalgia to it because get ready for this fucking mind blender the main character of this one uh lucy gray she is a member of the Covey. They just introduced this idea. They say the word Covey like 200 times. They're like the Romani of this world. Like they want to like go back and forth. They want to and perform music and stuff. But no, she gets elected to play in the Hunger Games. And President Snow, but not the President Snow of the Hunger Games movies, the younger him that's in college and trying to climb the ladder of the aristocracy. He has to tutor Lucy Gray, the songbird to sing uh, and gain favor with the audience. And so that like there's a lot of singing in this movie. And I think, and this again, this is a gamer theory here. I think because of the time, what well, like well, the popular music when this was coming out was all that banjo kazooie stuff, the Mumford <laughs> and Sons and whatnot. And so like half of this movie, the music, I think because it's like they're getting you back in. It's all like, I was a man who went down to a place where men do die. And it's like that. I will say the other Hunger Mo- Hunger Game movies don't have music no. in them. <laughs> and this one has a lot. Huh. Or, or no, for no reason at all, Jennifer Lawrence starts singing in one of those. She sings that song about the hanging tree, and then they tell you the origin story of the hanging tree song in this movie. And everyone is around the stupid lake, and they're just like, sing. And then she does. Oh, oh, yeah. yeah. That made no sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, good God. There is so much boring fucking... I, does it take place on Earth? No. It's, it doesn't. Nev- say. Un, 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 not important. They don't say. Again, piss poor paper. Thin, it's not like 3,000 years after the bomb. <laughs> all you would need to tell me. You know, like, I'll buy anything. <laughs> just tell me, like, whatever, and I'll go with it. They... They just don't say. It is pretty thin. Yeah. And if you start asking like (laughs) one question, (laughs) you're going to be totally thrown off. Um, This one is weird. It has some interesting elements that I feel like are, you know, taken from some other things, but that I still like. And there really could have been a more interesting there in there is a more interesting movie that could have been made out of all this. The thing that's kind of cool is the Hunger Games, whatever. It's like Battle Royale. But these Hunger Games, it's, they're like really small. They do it like in an arena. And the reason you want your person to be liked is because people can like, what, what is it like on TikTok where you like give them gifts? It's like <laughs> yeah. that. <laughs> like, A drone will come in with like water. Waffle. Yeah. You can like give them gifts. Ice cream. They get points. Yeah, you like donate or you pay points to them because you like them. And then their mentor, who is the snow guy, uh, is like watching on a big monitor and he can choose like she needs water. And then the drone will send her some water. 
and that's cool. <laughs> like sure, you're trying in to, theory. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to, you know, advertise and all this stuff. Like, that's an interesting uh, take on this horrible, you know, world, yeah. horrible act, because it shows the divide a little better. That's interesting. But everything else, it's like, I don't care about this girl. She's annoying. It's another one of the, the problem with the hunger. There are many problems with the Hunger Games movies. One <laughs> of the most annoying things about the Hunger Games movies is the Katniss Mary Sue issue. Yeah. Where it's just, she cannot do any wrong. Everybody loves her. Everybody is obsessed with her. It's <laughs> the, like, silly. The Mary Sue uh, epithet gets thrown around at like, any woman who's a main character. Let me tell you, if you want to see a real true blue Mary Sue, <laughs> yeah. watch the Hunger Games and look at Katniss. And that's that's a pretty clear example. Because again, it's just for no reason. And then this girl in this movie is like, again, just for no reason, we're supposed to root for their love and their romance. And she talks like this the whole movie <laughs> for no reason. You just go with it. I don't know why they talk like that. Well, well she talks like well, that. Well, this is anyway. just how the Covey sing, you know. We we speak and we go to different <laughs> regions. Is the Covey short for covenant? Or? Just the Covey. The Covey. Never explain. No further elaboration <laughs> To be fair, you said the lead in the first movies was Katniss. Katniss. Oh. Oh, don't oh, worry. <laughs> we learned in this movie, because you watched four Hunger Games movies, you ever wonder what the Katniss is? Well, don't worry. They are by the pond and they are picking roots and for no reason this girl says oh those roots they're picking those are called katniss so yeah. you learn the origin of the katniss from the other movie i just you, thought you that find was the so... actual roots yes the, okay. they explain it because that was an uh. unanswered question i had in the first you might be wondering well hey after they had that whole revolution that we took four movies to get to maybe you want to see what happens after that no i want to know why she's called katniss and this movie well they just answer that question and i appreciate it so much <laughs> Give me an idea of how many hours you two burn this week catching up on Hunger Games. All of these movies, uh -huh. no, with the exception of this last one, uh -huh. are over two hours long. <gasps> and this one keeps it at a scant two and a half hours. Yeah. The longest one yet. But again, it's because they have to explain so much, such as the meaning of the root, Katniss, and they have to sing the song that Katniss sang in the other one. They have to sing it in this one, too. So, again, you, uh, it justifies the runtime. And you see uh, Snow, because, you know, he's so bad in those first movies, kind of. I mean, granted, <laughs> I swear to God, he gets maybe 15 minutes of runtime. The that. whole four movies. He's a very minimal character. He's just like the president. He's like the bad guy. <laughs> and so for them to make a whole movie explaining his past is insane. And I swear they feel... They've said they want to make more of these. They want to make a Do prequel they got any, trilogy. Like dragons or other not a god. Oh, okay, okay. I'm glad you brought that up for no reason at all. In the fourth movie, okay. they introduce these crazy sewer monsters. Okay. <laughs> what? Yes. I mean, and when I say out of the blue, I mean completely unbeknownst Chuts to anyone. Or what are we talking about here? Like, uh, how would you compare them? There's they're xenomorph in nature. What? Yeah, like kind of like. They're okay, so bald. it's not Earth. <laughs> They live in the sewer. They kind of don't have eyes. Yeah, a little... <laughs> They're well, humanoid. Oh, like the thing from Spaceballs that jumps out of the guy's stomach, but like, you know, human <laughs> man size. Man size. <laughs> like a, an adult, Not a proper xenomorph, you see, but the white one. And <laughs> But in this film, you see Viola Davis... Who fucking, is in this? Viola <laughs> Davis is in this movie? She's a scientist, you see, and she has one of them in these jars. And you say, oh, well, that's where they came from. I'll... 
worth noting, all of these films have actors that are so much better than these goddamn movies. What was Philip Seymour Hoffman's last role? Shut up. Fucking Mockingjay <laughs> Part 2. No. <laughs> you saw Peter Dinklage this month, I think, tear up the screen and she came for me. He's obviously an amazing actor. He's just great. He plays a professor in this movie. <laughs> oh just in this movie. He is in this movie. <laughs> Who else we got? Jason Schwartzman actually does an okay job. Not he crawled out from under that Wes Anderson thumb for <laughs> just long enough to show that he still does have personality when you let him be a host. He was the host of the Hunger Games. Yeah. Boy. There, there's a lot of talent in these movies, historically and in this film, and it is just flushed down the <laughs> toilet because they have to have this little songbird. That's a, the snake. So Viola Davis, she's got snakes. That's where the other half of the Yeah, time. she okay. unleashes the snakes on everyone. This is you want to here. I'll give you some okay. prompt. This is real Hunger Games stuff here. I swear we'll wrap up. I can't do this all night here, folks. As much as I'd like to, I'm having a delightful time. But so she's developing these snakes that they can smell someone and they'll be familiar and not bite them, right? And so, okay. knowing this, uh, President Snow, being somewhat smitten over this Lucy Gray gal, yep. he takes a, 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 handkerchief. a handkerchief that she gave him while he was mentoring her, and he slips it in with the snake. Like, I mean, a giant vat of snakes. I'm talking like... Uh, it's like, you know that aquarium thing at the mall? <laughs> right, like a huge cylinder packed... With these rainbow snakes, and he puts a single handkerchief of hers in there. Thus, the snakes are familiar with the scent. <laughs> and then, when she drops the snake, then they drop all the snakes on everyone. And Lucy Gray is the immune because Snow put the scent from the handkerchief in. Thus, the snakes were familiar with her, and they did not bite her. Now, this wins the Hunger Games, but puts him that he they are his cheating ways are revealed. And thus, even though the Hunger Game ends. The whole competition that they were building up, it finishes in a very satisfying way. Well, guess what, dum-dum? You now have one hour more of film to watch. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> no. you have to see him get no. punished for cheating and helping Lucy Gray get out with the handkerchief. So, like, right at 90 minutes, they could have just... Oh, it would have been wrapped up in a uh. satisfying way. <laughs> Lucy Gray gets out. He lets her go. Whatever happens. But they have to keep going and again, I I feel like they really want to milk this as a trilogy because, you know, he 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 he's able to reunite with Lucy Gray when her covey goes through the district to play music. It's rough. And and it, it is the whole franchise. I don't think this is uh, uh, to wrap up to summarize because I have been going on. I don't think that this is a bad Hunger Games movie. I feel like. If I were to recommend this film, I think I could honestly say if you like the other Hunger Games movies, like you hold them in high regard, I feel like you would like this movie. I feel like it has the tone. And this is a this is from the bottom of my soul, a real dark area that I live in that I am confessing to y'all right now. I kind of like the tone of these movies. Like they're boring, <laughs> not in a good way, just in a... Like you're watching them and things are happening and you're like, God, this is a lot of nothing. I love moving pictures. <laughs> if you think, if you want me to make a vow on a, the, my family Bible that I will not be watching Divergent or the Maze Runner series, <laughs> I will not make such a vow because I cannot promise that 
a morbid curiosity will drive me to go into these decades past and watch more of these films because I feel like there was a lot of them for like five years oh, yeah. and then they stopped completely and nobody seems to have any nostalgia for them or ever talk about them or they have any kind of pop culture relevance but they were huge at the time and I don't know again I think it's just some kind of nostalgia that they're playing on with this movie look the box office don't lie hun this is not doing great uh, I don't think it's the 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 slam bang pow that uh, the original films were certainly not a phenomenon by any stretch of the means. Looking at about a th- making a third of what the first movie made in its opening weekend, so I don't know if the audience has moved on for this, but I might be going back and watching more of these movies because they are so dumb and <laughs> just unhinged and boring and stupid, but in a kind of comfortable way so i don't know don't watch this movie if you don't if this is your first hunger games don't start here there's several others you can see they're not very good i wouldn't recommend them but (laughs) if you have if you love those movies i'm not judging you because i don't wholly hate them i mean they're i don't think anyone's really arguing that they're well made but if you have a fancy for these films i don't blame you and i think this one will satisfy not Stretch again, fleshing out the lore or anything like that, but I think it is a passable Hunger Games movie, and that is my estimate. What that means to you, I shall leave it to you. Uh, Justine, what do you think? It's boring as hell. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't, if you are a big diehard Hunger Games person, I don't think that you'd like this. It's not serious enough, like, it's not like grim enough. A lot of melodrama. Yeah, but it's just like so much singing. <laughs> and she's supposed to be like bright. Like she's more colorful. She wears a stupid dress. Oh, and like I forgot so much of this movie. I know. It's coming back to me and I I'm not know. enjoying it. But at least, so, you know, at least in the other Hunger Games movies, it's like everyone's just kind of bummed and looks all bad except for the people in the capital city who are like flamboyant and, you know, they wear the, all this crazy stuff. But then she, for no reason, just looks different than everyone else. And she's supposed to be, you know, she's so bright and bubbly. And it's like, why? Because <laughs> she's a songbird. It's a ballad. She's got a, a ballad of her and then the snakes yeah. that she defeats with the handkerchief <laughs> from her good. beloved. Yeah. So I feel like that. I feel like that boring half is more Hunger Gamesy, And uh, everything about this new girl is not. I don't think anybody's going to see themselves in her the way that I think you, the YA audience oh, saw the, themselves. It's not a Katniss. proper female power fantasy, you're saying? Yeah, because like Katniss is, and I think um, uh, Twilight is about the same. Oh, he's knocking on the wrong door on this one. You know, like in terms of, oh, there's a love triangle because yeah. this girl's the She's best. She's the most important girl. In the world. The bale of the ball. Uh, yeah, and you have that in The Hunger Games, but this one you don't. It's just this guy and this girl, and you're not really sure that he likes her. Is this uh, franchise big enough that you're going to have fans of the original quadrilogy? Is it four? Yeah, we, we there were some in our showing. Okay, but is it like big, Rose. But but is it big enough that they're going to be upset the way that Star Wars fans are mad at the prequels or the? I, I just don't movie. feel that people are invested in that way. Yeah. And again, it is just yeah. it is. There's not as many much stakes, you know, yeah. like Star Wars had 20 years of just a fan base building and building. And it was a phenomenon at the gate. Mm-hmm. Again, I hear nary a soul mention a nostalgia or even a fondness for 
Hunger Games, so it's kind of like less to lose. Mm. No, whereas like Darth Vader is this icon of cinema. I don't feel like President Snow <laughs> has the same. I say that's the first time yeah. I've heard it, and I think, or though maybe I did hear it before, and that's why I thought there was dragons because I always thought that this was some kind of like Game of Thrones thing for younger kids. Or I think it's like just because it came out at the same time, right? Yeah, exactly. It's just a swirling thing. Yeah. I guess God, that that I'm not looking forward to. I hope there's never a Game of Thrones movie. I'll do not. I have successfully zero. It was per- wasn't? It? I have zero percent completion. Well, on- they have like. Endless hours of content where they make another four-hour movie. Jesus, I am, I am. I hope I never have to go down that route because the Walking Dead movie. Yeah, this was too. Oh, no, but it's still based on the show, so it's right. Like, right. It I've, I've, I've had my fill. I gotta say, I'm, I'm out, Dylan. Yes. Let's take this dog in the back and just shoot it in the head. No, you tell us what we're watching next. Unlimited. Yeah. Hey everybody, thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Regal Movie Masters Unlimited. This week we got Disney's Wish. It's about a king who can make wishes happen, and somebody doesn't like it. Oh! Friends, let me tell you, I cannot wait to see this one. Then, we got Napoleon, Ridley Scott's newest biopic of the Frenchman Napoleon, who is played by Joaquin Phoenix. And this is his second movie of 2023 that's over two and a half hours long. Then finally, we have Saltburn, the newest Barry Kogan and Jacob Elordi film. Can't wait to see these two good-looking guys on screen and kill it. Anyway, guys, see you at the movies. Bye!